Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Welcome Songtown. Glad to be here today. I'm Clay Mills. Marty Dodson's with me. And we're going to play another... <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! We're going to play another round of Surprise My Cohort, my co-anchor, my co you know, sponsor. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't need a sponsor, Marty. No. Um, we're going to play another game of I'm going to just throw something out and you won't know what I'm going to throw out and we'll get your reaction. Um, All right. And, you know, I, it got me thinking we get a lot of emails about the business side of songwriting and putting out records. And, you know, when you and I were coming up, it was pretty easy because everybody played by one set of rules. And if you got a, if you're a songwriter and you got a cut on an album, then the label sends you label copy, you sign off on it. Or, or if you have a publisher, your publisher will, will send the label copy to the record label. And, you know, everybody kind of played by one set of rules. And today with just the plethora of indie artists out there, I'm just surprised. Um, because it's like the Wild West all over yeah. again. And it's not really anyone's fault. Like, you know, there's, it's so easy to put out your own records and it's so easy to become your own publisher and your own record company and you're, you're an indie artist. And so a lot of times you have no idea of the rules of the, of the game. You know, you don't know that when you're an indie artist and you put out a record and you've written that song with, a songwriter who's not the artist when you start selling product you have to pay that writer you know there's and so yeah. you know we get a lot of these business questions believe me there are indie labels asking for anything and everything they can get yeah. and so it's good as a songwriter to know what your rights are to know what the laws are to know how to protect yourself so i'm going to throw out a couple of questions i've gotten recently okay um, one person from Songtown emailed me and said, I'm so excited. I got this artist that I co-wrote with and they're putting my song out on their new EP. And they just sent me an invoice for asking me to pay for the mixing and mastering for my share of the mixing and mastering. What do you think of that, man? Well, you know, I mean, I think a lot of times that, like you said, it's done out of ignorance sometimes, and sometimes it's done out of greed. And I think it's important to figure out what's going on in this scenario, you know, but if, when, when a song is released, there's basically two sides of that song. They're going to earn money. There's a master recording side and there's a song writer publisher side. And those things are not paid equally on streaming. So songwriter publishers get paid a lot less than the master side. Yeah. Typically, like you were talking about in the old days, the record label was going to pay for the recording and they were going to own that master recording or the artist was going to pay for that recording and own it. If they're asking the songwriters to pay for part of that, then the songwriters legally own part of that master, which is great for the songwriter, it means more income, you know, a bigger piece of the pie. But oftentimes those, those artists or labels are not aware of that. So they're going to try to bill you and then they're going to claim that they own the master a hundred percent. So what I, well, would you know what that, it is, Marty, they're, they're asking you to fund their product, to fund their right. project, you know, and that's not the songwriter's job is not to fund 
the record for the artist because the songwriter doesn't own any of that project typically, you know? Yeah. So unless they're offering you a piece of the artist's career, then why would you want to invest in that artist? They're asking you well, basically to be an investor in their record. And that's why I say, if you're going to invest in their record, you need to own part of it, you know? Yes. And, and so, um, you know, there's, there's been times where I would have happily done that if I owned that, for, you know, my 50% of the master, you know, because I right. feel like I'm going to recoup that money more quickly on that side, you know, and as you alluded to earlier, a lot of artists don't even understand that when they, if they print up CDs or if they're selling any kind of physical product of that song, they need to pay those writers. You know, there's a statutory rate that, that they have to pay. And, you know, the, the artists that I write with are independent. What they do is if they print up a thousand CDs, they pay me for, my percentage of the songs I have on there up, up front, but it, all well, that, that stuff, is the law. The law says yeah. pertaining to CDs, if a record company prints up a thousand CDs at that point, when they print them, they need to pay you your percentage. And that percentage is set by Congress. It's set, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a weird system. Um, but yes, it's a legal law that if, CDs are printed up. You have to pay the songwriter, whether you sell those or not. And so, you know, that that's what a lot of people don't know. And, you know, it's less important these days because less and less CDs are being sold. Although vinyl records are taking off and the same thing applies mm -hmm. to vinyl records. Yeah. You know, if you have a bluegrass cut and they print up um, 5,000 vinyl records and sell them, then you're going to get paid, you know, your nine, what is it, nine point two, five cents per mm -hmm. song on each record. Yeah. You know, and I, I think too, um, every now and then an artist or, an, you know, like an independent artist comes up with a great idea. Hey, I'll just get my co-writers to pay for these demos <laughs> and then I'll release the demo as my master because poem <laughs> recording is so good these days and all that kind of stuff. And those artists need to be educated. You can't do that. You know, if, yeah. if you're asking me or my publisher or anybody else to help pay for your project, they own part of that project. Yeah. And that's not typically what most artists want. You know, so once so once you educate them about that, typically they'll go, wait, let me go back to the drawing board on my great idea. Maybe I, I can't do it that way, you know. So they either need to fund their recording 100% and own it 100% or they need to work it out with the writers to share in each, you know, their share of each recording and they own that percentage of the master. I know all this sounds complicated, but it's really not. If you guys ever have a question about it, you can always email us at um, songtown.com, just team at songtown.com. We're always happy to answer questions. Um, Marty, I got another question. Okay. Um, an artist just recorded my song. Congratulations. And yeah, man, I feel great about it. And what do I need to do? Do I need to register the song with ASCAP or does the record company register that song for me? Yeah, you, you don't ever want to count on somebody else to register your stuff properly. And there's a whole yeah. bunch of reasons why. So there's a major publisher in Nashville that every time the female Marty Dodson writes with one of their writers, they register it under me. 
which is <laughs> great for me, but not for her, you know? And, and so, you know, and so many times I go in and they've got their writers registered correctly, you know, but they don't have me registered correctly because right. they're just worried about getting their money, you know? So right. what, what you need to do if, is either hire an admin person and there's companies like song trust that, that do admin, uh, there's a bunch of companies in, in Nashville and all over the world that, that do admin. You can hire somebody like that, or you can kind of take it on yourself. If you take it on yourself, you just have to learn how to register a song with your PRO. Um, first, you need to be registered as a publisher and a writer with that PRO. With ASCAP, with a PRO being your performance yeah. rights organization, yeah. which ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC are the the big three options in the United States. So can yeah. in Canada, like every country kind of has their own performance rights organization. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you learn how to do that, it's not all that difficult to do. Um, but, but then you can go on in and make sure that it's right on, on your account. And the other thing I, I do is if my co-writer, let's say I'm, I'm at CSAC and let's say my co-writers are at BMI and ASCAP, I'm going to go on BMI and ASCAP and make sure that they've got it registered correctly too because I, I want my money coming to me from all the right places. And, right. and then the other thing you would do is register it with Harry Fox Agency, which covers mechanicals. If you do those two things, if you register with your PRO and with, your, with Harry Fox in the U.S., you're going to get probably 95 or more percent of your money. Yeah, and I agree. I'm very proactive. So if I write with an artist, and they show an interest in maybe putting this song out even before they tell me, oh, it's going to be released or anything. I usually go and register all the information on ASCAP myself so that I can be on record with it being right first. I don't wait for them to mess it up. And then I have to email ASCAP and say, hey, this is wrong. Change it. Yeah. I just go in there and register it myself and try to just get a leg up on it. So it's not that hard to do if you, you know, all you need to do on your co-writing session, get your co-writers info, you know, yeah. and if you have all that info, you can go on the, the ASCAP site. If you're ASCAP like I am, and I just enter in everybody's info, takes me a few minutes and, and you're good to go on the ASCAP side that collects all your streaming royalties, your radio airplay, um, TV show airplay. Um, and then, like Marty said, for mechanicals, which is um, your CDs and records and things like that, physical product, you register with Harry Fox and they collect that. So it's really just you register it in two places and you're pretty much good to go uh, for yeah. most of the money that you would see anyway from a product. And it sounds like, Clay, you're not only proactive, you're PRO active. <laughs> because you go to your PR. And the reason he said that too is because the the first entry for that song is going to be like it's going to be harder to change that later yeah. than it is to just get it right the first time. So if you have all that information from your co-writers and you can enter it correctly, then nobody's going to be messing around with it and trying to change it and it you know, it, then it gets wonky and they hold on to the money till they figure it out, you know? So it, it's really good to be the first to the party with that stuff. If you know all the information to get it right. 
you know, and you, but you, you want to be sure that your co-writer's information and all that stuff is right. But if you get them to put it in the Google doc, like I do, then you've typically got all that information. Okay, guys and gals, if this seemed confusing at all to you, you know, I get the comment from a lot of our Songtown members. They'll they'll email me and go, hey, I wrote with someone today that was talented, but they're not in Songtown and they have no clue how the business works. They have no clue how to co-write properly. They have, you know, and so if you're interested in all and learning how to co-write, how to write better songs, how to have a pro mindset, how to have a, you know, understand the business. Marty and I, we built Songtown to help you. Um, and our members will tell you that it really gives them a greater understanding. If, if they ever have questions, they, they have someone to ask. Um, and we'll be glad to help you. If you join Songtown, we'll be glad to help you um, level up. And pretty much, I like to think of Songtown as a farm system you know, like baseball, like we're the farm system for the the real music business. We teach you how the business works. Our members have gone on to write number one songs in pop and country. And and we love that. We love seeing our members succeed. So check out songtown.com. Behind me, you will see, if you're watching this on YouTube, my entire studio. Woo! <laughs> Lots of money back um, there. I've got way too much gear. I can tell you it all came from Sweetwater. And yes, they sponsor us, but I was bragging about Sweetwater long before they became a sponsor. Um, They have great customer service. Marty's got all those gold records behind him back there. And um, his Sweetwater gear had a hand in that too. So we love Sweetwater. Yes, we do. Check out the show notes for links to our books on co-writing, melody, and lyric writing. Um, for information about Songtown, and like Clay said, you can email us, team at, at Songtown, anytime, and, and we'll try to help you with whatever we can. Absolutely. Cheers, y'all. Cheers.